Man, it's good to be back. My name is Vince Nieves, and I am the children's minister here. And um, after not being here last week, a week of traveling and uh, Thanksgiving, uh, mostly rain while camping, <laughs> it is good to be home, uh, which is really kind of funny because I thought I had gone home for the holidays to see family and whatnot, but uh, this, this is truly home, and I am very glad to be here. So I hope you enjoyed your families this week. I hope you enjoyed whichever home you ended up. Today we are going to jump right into our series, Why Jesus Came. Last week, Richie uh, introed our series, and that's going to go all the way through December. And I'd like to start you off with a very simple question. What is your purpose? You could answer this question many different ways, right? Depending on what hat you're wearing. For example, my role as a husband, my purpose as a husband is to protect, love, care for my wife, which means meeting her on the side of the road this morning at 7.30 to fix a truck. (laughs) My role as a father is to care for my kiddos, to make sure that I impress upon them that they are to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. My role as a children's minister is to partner with the families that are here to help them teach their kids the same exact thing on a week week in, week out basis. And so depending on which hat you're wearing, you could answer that question of what is my purpose in many different ways. For example, there are, how many movies can you think of that deal with purpose, deal with identity, deal with trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be? I've got a few examples for you. So that's a little blurry there, but The Pursuit of Happiness. I'll put a uh, parental guidance tag on this particular movie. There's uh, some things in there not necessarily meant for kids. But this whole movie is about this man who is trying to be the husband, the father, the person that he thinks he is supposed to be, and he's trying to figure out, what am I supposed to do with my life? How? Why? What? Right? He's trying to go through this whole, uh, trying to figure out his, his identity, his purpose. What, it, what is he supposed to do? Um, another example would be The Truman Show. His whole life is a lie. Sorry, spoilers. Um, again, another parental guidance on this particular movie here, but in The Truman Show, he's had this whole life built around him that he comes to find out is a lie. He's trying to figure out what am I? Who am I? What is my purpose? Because his whole life is a lie. And then more recently, and very kid-friendly, is uh, the movie, movie Soul. And in this movie, this particular character, his name is Joe Gardner. Joe Gardner knows what he is supposed to do. He is a jazz musician. He knows This is exactly what he is supposed to be. This is his purpose. And he comes to find out that his, uh, (laughs) he, he finally gets the big gig. He finally gets exactly what he is supposed to be. He finally does it. And then this happens. So I'd like you to watch this little clip here. Gotta get to bed. We old. 
play a hundred shows and one of them is killer, you don't give many like tonight. Yeah. So, uh, what happens next? We come back tomorrow night and do it all again. What's wrong, Teach? It's just I've been waiting on this day for my entire life. It's... I thought I'd feel different. I heard this story about a fish. He swims up to this older fish and says, I'm trying to find this thing they call the ocean. The ocean, says the older fish. That's what you're in right now. This, says the young fish, this is water. What I want is the ocean. See you tomorrow. So, he finally gets it. He thinks he has achieved his purpose. He thinks he has achieved everything that he is supposed to be, supposed to do, and it doesn't feel right. I love the story she tells there, right? There's a young fish swimming in the ocean, doesn't know it's the ocean. He thinks, he's, he, thinks he needs it. This isn't the ocean, this is water, right? Trying to find your purpose is a huge part of our lives. Our identity is a huge part of our lives. What if we knew our purpose so deeply? We knew exactly who we are, exactly what we were supposed to be doing, and exactly why we are here, that we acted in 100% accordance with that purpose. How does that change your day-to-day? How does that change who you are? It sounds really fulfilling to me. It sounds really purposeful, right? It sounds like something that I could do every single day. And so you'll hear throughout the series, there are many reasons that Jesus came. But I'll tell you that his, one of his main purposes was to die. Jesus came to die. And that is impossible to imagine. It's not even something that's comprehensible in many ways because we were specifically born to live. Our whole being, our whole personhood is to be alive, right? We, we come into this world um, with energy crying and screaming and just life, you know, that breath that we talk about. And we're going to read out of Genesis real quick to talk about that specifically. And God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish and the sea, the birds, the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals, all the creatures— God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Be fruitful, increase in number, live, right? That is our our entire creation is to live. So for this tiny, though fully divine but also fully human baby in a manger to come into the world with a death sentence over his head because that is his purpose. In studying for this particular sermon, it was that phrasing that really struck me is, think about a baby. Think about the child that you raised or you were or that 
is back in the nursery right this very minute. Imagine the purpose of that baby to die. It's not, it's not possible. It's not possible to think like that. That's not how we were made. And yet, Jesus came to die specifically, and it's our job to take comfort in his death. It is our job to take comfort in his purpose. And so we're going to turn to John chapter 12, where Jesus is going to talk about his death, and we're going to hear his words specifically. Jesus said, uh, there were some Greek, uh, now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethesda in Galilee, with a request, Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will be kept will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Jesus starts off, he says, my death is a very positive thing. My death is the same as a grain of wheat falling to the ground and scattering seed. And in hindsight, looking 2,000 years backwards, we can say, absolutely. How many people have come to know Christ because of what he did, because of his death? How many of you are here today specifically because of what Jesus did, because of his death, because of his purpose? There are people all over the world who are currently, even this Sunday morning, preaching the word to those who have believed for a long time and maybe even non-believers or new believers they are learning all about Jesus and his death today, right now. And that's a very positive and amazing thing. And yet, death is so unnatural. Death enters the world with sin in the garden, right? It's not something that Adam and Eve maybe were even meant to do, except they sinned. And death was a part of that sin. Death is what came with that. And so because death is a very unnatural thing, even the fully divine and yet fully human Christ struggled with death. He continues, he says, Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and it will glorify it, and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there heard it, said it had thundered. Others said the angels had spoken. Jesus said, the voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is, now is the time of judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. Now my soul is troubled. Do you know that feeling? The deep dread of what is to come? 
Maybe you felt it this week as you were traveling home to family, or maybe it's for that next big meeting at work, or maybe it's you have a loved one in the hospital and you are just dreading a phone call. But we know that feeling, right, that, that in the pit of your stomach just dread And yet, can we really truly know that same feeling that Jesus had in this moment? Even so, he steals his being. He he brings himself together. He says, this is my hour. This is why I'm here. This is my purpose. And he said, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this? No. No. This is my purpose It was for this very reason I came to this hour. It is for this purpose, to die, that I am here and I shall not ask for saving. And he tells the crowd this. He goes on and and talks about the judgment. He talks about the just the extravagance of what his death is, right? We have earthquakes and the dead rising and the veil being torn. And he did this to show the kind of death he was going to die. It was not going to be pretty. It was not going to be easy. It was not going to be simple. He knew he was going to die a painful death. And that death has echoed throughout the ages to this day in which we stand here this morning and talk about his death. He came to die for me. He came to die for you. He came to die for anyone that chooses to believe in him. And so one of the answers to why Jesus came is he came to die. And so I will ask you one more time, What is your purpose? I don't know what your purpose is. Sometimes I don't feel like I know what my purpose is, even though I should should have a good grasp on it, right? I'm a follower of Christ, and I do my best every day to portray that, to do what I have been asked to do, to do what Christ has asked me to do. But I don't know what job you should have. I don't know who you should marry. I don't know if you married the right person 45 years ago. I don't know any of those things. I don't know what your purpose is today. But the thing that I do know is that you have a choice. And some of you may have made that choice a long time ago. You may have chosen Jesus before I was ever even a thought. And some of you may be contemplating that choice this morning. It is still your choice. But when you choose Jesus, who knows his purpose, who fulfilled his purpose, your purpose becomes clearer. Your purpose becomes easier to see. Your identity becomes easier to see. And your whole life 
becomes easier to find the path that you should follow, to find your purpose. Jesus came to die. Why are you here? 